My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast. And today's episode, I'm focusing on what's happening right now with COVID-19, the coronavirus that everyone's talking about, and the astrological perspective of this. So I'll look at several different charts of different uh, epidemics and pandemics throughout history and see what the similarities are so we can learn from them and see how we can better understand and navigate what's happening right now. And if you like this podcast, of course, you can subscribe wherever you find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And right now I'm hosting a a free online workshop uh, to build confidence in teaching yoga. If that's something you're interested in doing, I'll cover a lot to do with online teaching as well, which is so important and relevant right now to be able to teach yoga online, which not many people do. And there's a huge need for it now suddenly, and there will probably be in the future much more. Uh, so that's all at quietmind.yoga slash confidence. You can sign up for that free workshop. But today I'm going to get right into this topic because I know it's on everybody's mind and it's affecting everybody all over the world. So we're going to look at several different charts and see what the similarities are between this situation and past similar situations. And the music's going to cut out right now because I'm using this new format of uh, editing the music here. There we go. Suddenly gone. Uh, so uh, looking at these different charts, I, I wanted to be as scientific as I could and just look at different dates and uh, try not to look for any specific similarities and really just see like what actually comes up if I just look at uh, what are some major pandemics and epidemics in history and what are the similarities. So what you're looking at right now is uh, the chart, the Prajna, for just a couple of days ago when COVID-19 was declared a pandemic. And you see, uh, just just take a look at the chart. I'm not even gonna try to suggest what to look at for yourself. If you're looking at this on YouTube, uh, you can follow along. Uh, but if you're just listening, I'm gonna explain this in a minute, but here I have COVID-19 uh, pandemic, the epidemic of the Spanish flu from 1918, which a lot of people are talking about. And uh, it's kind of comparing this, this issue to then there's the Black Death, the bubonic plague of 1345, a major, major issue there. Uh, and then the AIDS epidemic in 1982, when it was officially named AIDS and declared an epidemic. Um, just looking, whatever you notice there, if you're looking along. And the Antoinine plague. These are, I didn't know about this one. This is from the year 165. Uh, one of the first plagues that I was able to find about, uh, find out about. The Justinian bubonic plague, again, another one I didn't know about from the year 541. The third cholera pandemic from 1852. The Asiatic flu pandemic from 1889. The sixth cholera pandemic from 1910. Uh, and I only found these two pan- cholera pandemics. If you're wondering why I just have the third and the sixth, I didn't see anything about the other ones. Uh, I don't know too much about that topic either, but I did I, when I looked up major epidemics and pandemics, these two came up. So I, I put those into my data. And then the Asian flu of 1956. Now, uh, a lot of people, a lot of astrologers are talking about comparing what's happening now astrologically in general with 
9-11 and JFK assassination. So I have those two charts as well here. So the JFK Day of Mourning, uh, 1963, uh, because it's interesting when, if you look up uh, COVID-19, one of the first things you'll see, is like, uh, well, one thing I saw the other day when I looked it up, the first thing I saw was uh, Disneyland shuts down for the first time uh, since shut down during uh, 9-11, the JFK Day of Mourning, uh, and now, and also during uh, the earthquake of 1994, which is a different topic. It, it was not a pandemic, so I didn't include it in this data, and it, it's a pretty different chart in general. Uh, but I just thought that was interesting because a lot of astrologers are comparing this time now to those times of 9-11 and the uh, JFK's assassination. Uh, and there's there are a lot of similarities, but again, those are just the other data sets I have here. So 9-11 uh, and JFK's day of mourning. All right, so going back to uh, today or recently, just a couple of days ago, uh, the, the real thing that stood out to me, and maybe you notice this if you're watching along, is Rahu in uh, Gemini, but specifically the nakshatra of Ardra. And now just noticing that, so Rahu and Ardra, it's in this top right corner. I'm using the South Indian charts because it's a little easier to see transits like this. Uh, but if I go into the, the Spanish flu epidemic, we also have K2 and Ardra. Uh, and then uh, the bubonic plague, it's not there. But we do have Saturn and Capricorn with Jupiter and Capricorn and just about every other planet is there uh, at this particular date. The bubonic plague was a, a massive thing. It wasn't just this particular date and time. So uh, this one was a little bit tricky to pin down. But Rahu and Ketu are in the opposite place of where they are now. Uh, so that's as opposite as you can get from where they currently are. So, uh, but anyway, Saturn and Capricorn is interesting there. And uh, we don't see that in the first, or we do see that now. That is happening with COVID-19, but we'll see that again in some other ones as well. So then we move to the AIDS epidemic, Rahu and Ardra. Interesting, right? So we're seeing a little bit of a pattern here. JFK's Day of Mourning, Rahu and Ardra, Saturn and Capricorn, right? It's almost kind of spooky. 9-11, uh, Rahu and Ardra. And, and whenever I say Rahu and Ardra, that's also K2s and Mula. It's, they're always opposite, so that's the same for both of them. But I'm going to explain why I'm emphasizing Rahu in a minute here. Uh, Saturn is not in Capricorn on the 9-11 attacks, uh, but it was uh, really close to conjunct with Jupiter, which is what is actually, you may not know this, I learned this actually just doing this research, the, the word Black Death, the phrase Black Death, came from an astrologer at the time in the 1300s who, who named it that because of the conjunction of uh, Saturn and Jupiter in Capricorn, which is what's happening there. And it was happening around 9-11, not that particular morning. Uh, and it is about to happen again really soon for us in 2020. So that's interesting, right? So uh, Saturn and Jupiter together in Capricorn uh, well, not just in Capricorn, but Saturn and Jupiter together uh, there on the with the bubonic plague in 1345. And again, around 9-11, uh, and then it's about to happen again now. All right, moving on, the Antoinine epidemic, or the Antoinine plague of 165. We do not have Rahu and Ardra, but we do have Saturn and Capricorn again. Uh, the Justinian bubonic plague, we have K2 and Ardra. Uh, Saturn's in Libra, this is different, so that's a big difference there. 
The third cholera or pandemic, we have Rahu and Ardra, the Asiatic flu, Rahu and Ardra, with Mars. Well, the Mars moves pretty fast, so that's not a huge factor here. Um, Saturn's in a different spot there as well. Sixth cholera pandemic, we have... Uh, so this one, I uh, did not have as clear data on that. We had a uh, different placement for this one. So that one was different. I did see, I mean, you could say Mars and Ardra, but that doesn't quite count. I mean, this is about the time when, from my research, that it was uh, a, a big issue around early 1910. Uh, but I don't know too much about that one. So I could say that one doesn't really uh, go along with what we're seeing with the other things. And then the Asian flu of 1956 uh, doesn't quite fit as well, but we do see Saturn with Rahu. Uh, which in general uh, could have a similar effect to some degree. It's in Scorpio there, but that's quite different. So we don't see a complete 100% correlation on all of these, but it is enough to be pretty interesting, right? So COVID-19, Rahu and Ardra, Saturn and Capricorn, the Spanish flu epidemic, K2 and Ardra, and uh, Saturn's in Cancer. That's, we do see Saturn and Cancer in another one of these uh, down here. With the Asiatic flu. So that's interesting. Uh, Saturn in general, Saturn with the moon brings depression and uh, a lot of emotional difficulties. So Saturn with can in Cancer could have a similar effect. Uh, Saturn in with moon conjunct is considered your Sati Sati. It's one of the most difficult times of your life. Uh, but the, the bubonic plague here, uh, this Saturn and Jupiter conjunct in Cancer in Capricorn, my mistake. And again, the AIDS epidemic, uh, Rahu and Ardra. So all this Rahu and Ardra with JFK, 9-11, uh, with K2 and Ardra with the Justinian plague, uh, Rahu and Ardra with the cholera pandemic, and the Asiatic flu, right? And the Spanish uh, flu, we see the K2 and Ardra. So the interesting thing here is the Ardra, right? So I'm going to look up, uh, if you just... I'm going to move my screen over here so you can see. But again, if you're just listening, you can you can listen along just fine. Uh, Rahu, or excuse me, Ardra is ruled by Rahu and the god Rudra, which I'll go down here. And it's a little bit about Rudra. Uh, and I'm just going to read this sort of uh, description that comes based on the old text uh, of uh, Vedic astrology. From Rudra comes all suffering, persecutions and oppressions, anger, ferocity of countenance, or hideousness of noise. Rudra, as another name of Shiva, the five-faced Panchanana, is in in uh, knowledge, asceticism, renunciation, as also in enjoyment. He is the supreme consummation of all desires. He is a blue-throated one, the wielder of the most tremendous powers. What could not be attempted, far less achieved by other gods, when the churned ocean at the time of Samudra Mantan, I don't know that, uh, ex exhaled poison, Shiva achieved quite simple, simply by holding the exhalation in his throat. Uh, on one side, he is the symbol of the most perfect placidity and serenity. On the other hand, he is a symbol of all that is terrible. He holds the great serpent on his head and on his forehead, Crescent Chandra, the moon, with his sweet, soft light. He is at the same time the most peaceful and also the most terrible. And in all these are to be traced the intrinsic characteristics of Ardra. 
Superficially, on the surface of it, arduous stands for suffering, hardness, cruelty, murder, prison, theft, adultery, etc. The root characteristic is oppression in order to purify. All male kidney trouble and connected urethral disease comes within the jurisdiction of Ardra. So also uh, uterine diseases of the female. Anthropomorphically, it is the skull of uh, Kala Purush and the hair on it. Again, I don't know what Kala Purush is. Uh, not an expert on these things, but this is helpful to get the perspective of Shiva, uh, this destruction, the destroyer. This is part of the the perspective of uh, Hindu belief and Hinduism that essentially there's always creation, sustaining, and destruction, and we need all three cycles, and this is essentially a destruction cycle. So that on top of everything I've talked about previously with Saturn and Capricorn going on, that's bringing delays, limitations, and in this case, a lot of imposed limitations and isolation and quarantines throughout the world with Saturn and Capricorn, right? So we went through this time of Saturn and Sagittarius where the issues were more to do with our beliefs, a lot of really strong polarization politically, and people fighting with for their beliefs is what mostly what we saw in the media and heard about and things to do with sort of exposing things that we believed about leaders and a lot of abuse came out so from saturn and scorpio when a lot of the abuse was happening and of course it was happening long before that for many cases but that saturn and scorpio time was the abuse happening the the sort of things in the shadow happening and then sagittarius saturn and sagittarius exposed all those things and now saturn and capricorn is a very different energy of putting limitations and restrictions on us it's not to do so much with our beliefs or people fighting with beliefs. We can't, there's no belief about uh, this, this issue that's happening of businesses shutting down, events stopping, I, quarantines happening. It's like there's no, uh, it's not a sort of moral debate. It's not a sort of ideological debate or issue or uh, things like we saw in Saturn and Sagittarius. Now it's it's much more just imposed restrictions and limitations, and it's a it's a challenging time. Really, it's it's just a it's just a challenging time. And then Rahu and Ardra, Rahu is all about uh, sort of the insatiable. It's a head without a body. It just can constantly consume. So this destructive energy is on a real strong kick right now and we're seeing that unfortunately with this spread of COVID-19 as has happened in all these epidemics and pandemics of the past that I showed you and the Saturn and Capricorn is a similar thread as well with that limitation and that difficulty and delays and imposed limitations on us and uh, that that's where we're at so we want to look at okay so when might this let up when is Rahu getting out of Ardra? When does this Saturn and Capricorn stuff maybe uh, have better results? So I'm just going to uh, skip ahead here on the timeline. So what we're looking at here is the almost today. So we go over to uh, a month from now. Still, so you just watch Rahu and Ardra in the top right corner here. And it's going to move soon. All right. So it goes into a new nakshatra, Rigashara on, let's see if I can get the exact date here. There we go. So 
that would be April 21st, April 22nd. All right, so so the two two big things here. So April 22nd is when Rahu gets out of Ardra into Rigashara. And uh, we can look at a little bit about that. Kingly, good at administration, truthful, pure in heart, feared, enjoys wealth and prosperity, uh, ruled by Mars, and Mars is with Saturn and Jupiter. Chandra is the lord of the mind. Chandra rules Rigashara, uh, more to do with emotions. Chandra is the moon again. Uh, so we have that. To look forward to and uh things may let up a bit at that point if they haven't already a lot of as you may have noticed a lot of things are canceled through march and a lot of things are uh canceled through around march 30th and that's interesting right so what's happening around march 30th well let's go look back at that day and we see uh see look at saturn so first of all mars is just about to join about to join saturn so uh, we see that on 322, March 22nd, so just about a week or two. Uh, so Mars, Mars joins Saturn in Capricorn, and Mars is, this is a, they're both Sasa Yogas, they're both the strongest manifestation of Capricorn Saturnine qualities. So on a personal level, this could bring a lot of energy and drive, as I mentioned in this monthly horoscope. But on the global level, this could bring more of that aggression and panic and fear that we're seeing because Saturn rules fear as well. And uh, that could just get more aggressive, unfortunately, at that point. But if we keep this focused on a personal level and taking actions to what's important to us, there's a lot of energy there, potentially a lot of fear, but a lot of ability to, with Rahu and Ardra, things need to be destroyed at times. This is part of the cycle of life. There needs to be creation, sustaining, and destruction. We can't just create and sustain and no destruction, right? We're all going to die. Everything's going to change. Everything that exists now did not exist a thousand years ago, for, you know, for the most part. The things that we've created as humans, uh, a lot of things did exist, but we've created a lot that, that did not exist and will not exist in the future. Uh, things need to constantly be changing and evolving. So this time is telling us uh, it's giving us an opportunity really to to focus on those things, to notice those things that maybe aren't working, the systems that aren't working, uh, the structures, the Saturn or Capricorn qualities, the disciplines, the structures that aren't working and need to change. And the Mars energy will bring more passion and drive and energy and enthusiasm to do that, just like the Rahu is. Uh, but man, this thing is just like sweep us up and it can sort of uh, dominate us if we're not going with it and we're not intentional about it. And then Jupiter moves into, so this is what I was pointing to before. So we look at uh, March th 29, uh, March 29, and then I'll go to the, uh, March 30th, and Jupiter moves into Capricorn with Mars and Saturn. So it's interesting that a lot of things are being held off until around March 30th. I see that date a lot right now, uh, and that's when Jupiter moves into Capricorn. So Jupiter uh, is debilitated, but I'm going to bring my screen up a little bit, and you can see this NB is Nietzsche, Banga, it's the, it's the cancellation of debilitations, and there's three of those for Jupiter. So there's three cancellations. When, whenever I see that, it means that there may still be that effect of 
Jupiter not being as expansive and not having as much growth as we'd like because there's still a limitation of all the Saturn stuff and maybe more quarantines, maybe more of the same. Uh, but the Jupiter, cancel the cancellations of that debilitation say maybe there will be more expansion and things will start to get back to normal. But we're still in this, this Rahu and Ardra, as you see in the top right corner, we're still in the Saturn and Capricorn, so that's going to keep those limitations and delays and setbacks there. And a lot of people point to Saturn with Pluto, and I'm going to zoom back here until we see Pluto move. So it's, early, it's in its early degrees here. Uh, so traditionally, Vedic astrology does not recognize the outer bodies as much, but you can see some major generational things happen there. So if we just scoot ahead, so... This is February 25th, just about uh, a month ago, not quite a month ago, we see Pluto moving into Capricorn. And that's really when things picked up with COVID-19, right? So we started to hear a lot more about it and a lot more of the fear and panic about it. And Pluto is generally representing the unconscious and generational stuff. And uh, when, it has, when it comes up, it's affecting uh, for quite a long period of time because it's going to stay there for quite a long period of time so uh, this Pluto with Saturn could go on for quite a while and bringing things of our unconscious into uh, our, our fears our subconscious fears and worries and anxieties and this is where you see a lot of the panic and worry right now so that's going to be going on for quite a while right and if I just keep scooting ahead here I'm going to go into months at a time and just see Pluto goes retrograde on uh, July, late June, July area. Uh, well, it moves back at least out of being with Saturn in, in July. So there may be some letting up there. But there's a lot of retrogrades this year, and you can see them all right here. Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter, Mercury retrograde all at this time. We're going to have Venus retrograde this year and Mars retrograde. Uh, again later this year so all that finally lets up in november as i mentioned this in this monthly horoscope this month there's uh right now for the next month is a great time to be taking action on the things that are important to you and not letting this fear dominate uh but then after uh, may there's a lot of retrogrades and delays and setbacks so this could be a difficult year in general and that's where just having your practices, your disciplines, your structures, your healthy obsessions, things that you're focused on can help ameliorate those negative effects. And be mindful of the fear because Saturn brings fear and it's in its own sign. It's stronger emphasis on that, especially when Mars goes there really soon. Uh, the Jupiter could bring some more optimism and expansion and growth. Uh, and hopefully it does at the end of March. Uh, and I'm going to scoot back here with Rahu again. So Rahu gets fully out of Gemini in September, is that right? Let's see, yeah, September, we get the days here. So basically mid-September on the uh, 19th. So that's when the mood will quite significantly shift uh, when Rahu goes into Taurus and much more stability and, uh, but, who knows? Who knows where things can go, right? These, these epidemics and pandemics, I looked up, a lot of them lasted many years. And uh, there's, you know, it's a possibility this whole thing could just brush over next week. It's a possibility this whole thing could last many years. 
but these are the the similarities I found with the other uh, pandemics and epidemics. They had uh, they affected millions of people in many cases. Uh, and the Rahu and Ardra and the Saturn and Capricorn are a common denominator of when they were at their peak. So hopefully this is about the peak. And by the time that Rahu gets out of Ardra, and especially in, I know it's a while, but two and a half years when Saturn gets out of Capricorn, uh, this will hopefully be in a different place, will be in a different place with this issue than we are right now. So I hope this is helpful for you to gain some perspective on things. And uh, I know this is a challenging, difficult time. So, uh, you know, do your, this is the time where your practices serve you. So you've done your practices, you have your practices. And now, as one of my teachers would say, all previous teachings apply. So uh, if you're not doing Nadi Shodhana, alternate nostril breath, this is a great uh, regulator for the nervous system. I recommend doing that this time of year, especially with the spring equinox just around the corner. And if you're not doing any daily sort of meditation or just some sort of awareness, mindfulness practice, I definitely recommend doing that. Uh, if you're going to do yoga practices, uh, something that's grounding, right? So Ayurvedically, this is all vata. All this fear is unstable and uh, changing and uncertain. So create certainty and stability. Do practices that are grounding and centering for you. And if you want to focus on building that in your yoga practice and being able to share that with others like I do online in my other podcasts, check out quietmind.yoga/confidence and sign up for the free workshop I'm offering all about building confidence in teaching yoga. Whether you're a total beginner or experienced, you can check it out there, quietmind.yoga/confidence. And if this is helpful, if there's more stuff you want me to look at, more research, just uh, leave a message in the YouTube video or send me a message, jeremy at quietmind.yoga. And I'd love to hear how I can help support you and help make sense of this challenging time. All right. Stay safe and stay well. Thank you for listening and have a great rest of your day.